Welcome back to another episode of the Boostly podcast. And today, as you can see in the title, we are going to be walking you through how you can rank better on Airbnb and how you can get more bookings with a very cool bit of technology and a kit called RankBreeze. I've got the founder on with me. Get all of your pressing questions in the chat. If there's anything you want to know about RankBreeze, we're going to get it answered and much, much more. We've got a cool little game to play. And hopefully by the end of this, my goal is to give you all the information that you need so you can rank your listing and your business higher on these OTAs. But as we always do, as we start off every single one of our podcasts, let's see it in with a little freestyle rap. Ready for my close-up? Good looking. Let me tell you, get more bookings. Oh, that'd be nice. Giving me tips, tools and advice. Yeah, you're going to get them, hon. You're going to sit back, listen to Mark Simpson. Oh, having a blast. Going to get it on the Bruce Lee podcast. Bruce Lee like Bruce Lee because it's so hard and the T is loose leaf. Making up those rhymes. Don't write it, just do it loosely. If you want my respect, you're better put direct. Mm, here are the words in the podcast. That's what comes next. Okay, Kelvin, thank you so much for being part of the Boosted Podcast today. Um, so we've got Kelvin, who's the founder of, of RankBreeze. RankBreeze helps short-term rental managers and Airbnb hosts gain better search rankings, pricing, and market data. That's what I got from LinkedIn. Uh, but Kelvin, can you just do me a massive favor? Fill in the gaps. When was the company founded? What's your history? And just uh, fill the little story in from how it turned from a blog post now into a full SaaS product that is helping Airbnb hosts, please. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, my name's Kelvin. And... Oh, I, you know, I think probably just like a lot of people, we, well, maybe not except for Mark. Mark's probably the only one of the, the few people in, in short-term rentals that, that grew up doing short-term rentals. And, uh, but, you know, I didn't come from, from that background. I'm guessing the majority of you didn't uh, come from that as well. But uh, yeah, so I started doing short-term rentals and then my background is in search engine optimization. And uh, at first, you know, you kind of, you get your property set up, you're, you're kind of, thinking about the guest experience and, uh, and the pricing and, and things like that. Uh, but rarely is there a, a situation where you kind of know about the, 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 the importance of search visibility uh, when it comes to being a uh, property manager on Airbnb. So when I was running uh, my property, it was just became very apparent of, you know, my, my background's in SEO. So I, I just kind of noticed these things a little bit. And uh, I went in and, and started to do a couple of ex experiments and uh, started sharing uh, uh, some blog posts and about uh, things that we were doing with personalization, some just some general idea of trying to organize the Airbnb ranking factors. There's about 150 plus Airbnb ranking factors. So started to uh, try to get a better grip on 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 what those would be of course it's impossible for for us to understand all 150 but if we can at least get some of them you know that's going to be better than than uh swimming blindly and um yeah it just kind of started to uh just people were just started asking us a lot of a lot of stuff um around around how to improve rankings and then also i was manually checking my rankings all the time 
um, and very meticulously too, <laughs> probably more meticulous than the average person would, would be doing that. Uh, so, you know, I was looking at going to incognito window, looking at different date ranges, looking at every guest count for that property as well, and then going to different and then going to the next weekend and the next weekend, because weekends are important, but obviously your weekdays are important too. Um, so that uh, eventually led uh, led me to to building some software around uh, at least tracking the rankings. And then that was the first foundational part of it that, that just helped out with uh that uh that that task there then um yeah it just have has blossomed since since then from uh a lot of grinding and a lot of uh, a lot of staying focused as well well since then i feel like especially this year and particularly over the last three months you've really become the go-to when it when it about ranking you know, ranking and, and getting your list in and seen by more people. Um, obviously, you've been doing bits here and there and, and being on podcasts and whatnot. But like you put out one post about Rank Breeze and there's loads and loads of comments. And we've got people in the in the chat now. Anthony, Anthony Rallo is saying another good one. Keep up the good work with Rank Breeze Kelvin. And we've got Marie. Hi, Marie, tuning in from France. So we've got people from all over. So obviously, this is really... Um, an important topic. We've even got a shout out to Calgary <laughs> in, 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 in the comments as well, which is always nice. Nice. So, um, yeah, so basically break down Rank Breeze. So it's, it's not a massive team. So there's yourself and, and who else is is working alongside you to sort of get this get this business seen by more and more people? Yeah, so we have um, we have a customer success person, uh, Tammy, and she's also a part of our uh, she's like a project coordinator as well. And then we have a support person and we just have a team of developers with us as well. So we're quite small uh, still. Um, I think we could definitely be bigger, but, uh, um, you know, all things take great, all things take time. And um, so does also finding great people as well. That is true. That is very true. So I guess the, the main question to start with, obviously you, you work and you influence Airbnb. So Last week, the time of filming, we recorded this November, so the, the, the final week in November. Last week, there was a winter release. Now, whenever these new releases come along and come to fruition, how much does it actually affect your day-to-day -day with Rank Breeze and the systems and the structures that, that you have in place when Airbnb go and change things up behind the scenes, if any? Uh, well, this time, it definitely impacted us quite a bit. Uh, I would say other times, sometimes it's a little bit... Uh, uh, you know, when it's, well, well, I guess maybe let me bring it back a little bit. So from the, from the search rankings that we look at and the search visibility, we generally notice that Airbnb is pushing out updates about every two weeks. So it's either at the beginning of the month, the middle of the month, or at the end of the month. So it's like this kind of two week sprint cycle, uh, which is very normal, uh, in software development to, yeah. to release your, your, uh, uh, your work every two weeks. And sometimes those things don't really I would say most of the time they don't really make a major difference. It's not something that's um, very noticeable. I would say though, when you know when Airbnb does have these larger releases that come out and they're you know they're on the all over the homepage. Probably the last one was the categories update that uh, you know that they pushed out and and then rolled back <laughs> and then brought back again. Um, and so you know that's that's those are those things that kind of um, that for us at least are are. Um, are interesting moments. I would never say that it's it's 
it's a bad thing because the Airbnb should be improving their platform ultimately. And like, you want to see these new releases coming and they should continue innovating. That's going to be, um, that's going to get them, um, that's going to get them more guests ultimately. And that's what they're, they're trying to do. Um, uh, more guests for, for the properties, but, uh, yeah, it can be disruptive because Airbnb changes things and it can disrupt our business because we're looking at Airbnb all the time to try to collect some, some data and things like that. So if they change something, it can be, it can, it can cause a little bit of a disruption on, on our end and we are... basically hurry up to, to try and fix everything. I was going to say, we are going to have a little game very soon. But before that, um, with Rank Breeze, and this is something that I've only recently realized, is you don't just do listing optimization. Can you just walk us through the other aspects of what Rank Breeze is doing to help short-term rental hosts? It isn't just like the, the, the ranking optimization on Airbnb. Yeah. Uh, so I guess maybe first and foremost, I would say is that to get started with Rank Breeze, uh, you don't need... Like it doesn't require an integration or anything like that. So we've be, we've we've been working so far with without integrations, and then now we're starting to do integrations. And part of those uh, part of those integrations is that we also provide uh, a pricing engine as well. So we have rank optimization as the first pillar, and then we have uh, price optimization as the second pillar, and then the third pillar is market data. Uh, ranking optimization is. Uh, I guess really simply how it happens is you take your Airbnb listing URL, you add it into RankBreeze. We go and we look at your market and we basically look at the top ranking properties in your area and then reverse engineer those and give you some uh, recommendations in uh, an area inside of RankBreeze called the optimization hub. And in the optimization hub, you have some recommendations around titles, around descriptions, around amenities, around, uh, we also look at reviews as well of, 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 of immediate competitors around you to basically help you improve your visibility and also your conversions. So that's, that's what that listing optimization area is about. Uh, the pricing engine is a, uh, it's a, basically a pretty customizable uh, pricing tool. So you can really create these really these these very specific rules such as uh if i have a gap night on the weekend uh raise my prices by uh 10% and then you can also spe specify you know what seasons and things like that uh you can make those changes and and then the market data aspect is more like a market monitoring tool uh, where you can, we have a, a Chrome extension, you add this Chrome extension, it's, it's very easy. And you can look at some general stats on any property you'd like uh, and get some average income, uh, occupancy rates, average daily rates for an individual property. And then when you're interested in a specific area that, or maybe one that you're already in, then uh, you press a little button. Uh, sorry, you position the map first. So you position the Airbnb map, you click a button, and then we'll collect all the properties in that in that uh in that area for you and then produce a report for you and you can also have that report uh uh recurring as well in terms of updating the data on a weekly basis so yeah rankings pricing and market data so um a question that has come in now obviously we're speaking in english and um a question is coming from france so marie has asked is the optimization is everything that we're talking about is it multilingual or is it just in in english at the moment it is uh, just in English on our end, uh, but the 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 data that's provided back, like for example, like the 
the title and description information, uh, like the recommendations there, those would be in English, but they're also pulled from Airbnb specifically. So the, that, that would be translated from Airbnb's end. And then we are, mm. we are just sending it back to you. So I'm, I'm guessing they probably use Google translate on. Well, they've on, just on... actually Airbnb has just purchased and they bought out an, um, a translation company. I did remember reading this very recently, which would tie into this. Cause obviously if you go on booking.com, for example, you are very restrictive in the words that you can put into your description because the, uh, the translation is such a key part of their software. And this is something I've noticed that Airbnb have done is they have, they've bought recently a uh, translation company to combat mm. that. So I guess the, you know, what Marie would put in would be in French, for example, but the way that Airbnb reads it on their code would be translated straight away into English, which is what you would pull to then pull back and then it would present it in the language that you are on, Marie, which is obviously yeah, French, you, or if you're Spanish. You can, you can sort of think of it like, um, like me, Basically, I speak English. Uh, I probably should speak French because I'm in Canada, but, <laughs> so I know a little a little bit was when I was a little kid. But uh, uh, it would be very similar to as as me going to go to um, uh, the, the 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 French website on on Airbnb, but it's ultimately translated in English for me to view as uh, a person speaking and, and reading English. So that yeah, it would be translated, and you would have to translate that information yourself. But um, uh, but yeah, the keywords that we we utilize as well are like you know one one words or two words or three words max. So it's not like uh, it, it wouldn't be too overwhelming. Well, this is a perfect little segue to go on to our game show that we are we are going to play, which is going to be rank in order of importance. What I wanted to do is I've got thirteen different ranking factors that I could think of. Obviously, Kelvin, if you've got more, if anybody's in the audience that is watching, you can, uh, you are, you are able to add in any more you can do. But what I wanted to do is I wanted to rank them in importance. Now, before we, we get into the game show, I have got some music that we will play for the, for the game. And then let's begin this game show. Okay. <laughs> I can't play much more because otherwise this video will get monetized flagged. and copyrighted. <laughs> yeah, and flagged. <laughs> so uh, we have got 13 ranking factors. Now, this is me just typing out 13 things earlier today. Now, there may be more. I mean, obviously, you said there's 150. <laughs> so obviously, there are a ton more. But these are probably some of the 13 that I could think are probably the most important. What I wanted to do because uh, obviously we've got an expert with us. I wanted to rank these in order of importance. So when you're on Rank Breeze, for example, or when you are going through your Airbnb listing, um, what we wanted to do is we just wanted to tap in with the data that you've got. Obviously, some of these can be like your, your not factual, but like your opinion. But what would you say as we're going to go through all 13? So I've got, for those of you that are listening on the podcast, we've got photos, We've got title, we've got description, we've got amenities, we've got price, availability, reviews, secret view, reviews that we'll touch upon, superhost, response time, con conversation rate, uh, cancellation policy, and wish list save. So how do you want to tackle into this list, Kelvin? What can we what can we do here? And what would you say number one being the most important, number 13 being the least important? Uh, and can you see this screen okay? Yes, <laughs> I can see the screen. It was, it was uh, yeah, it was smaller before. Um, if you don't mind, maybe just make it a little. Yeah, there we go. That that's a perfect size right there. Uh, before we organize these, though, I think um, one thing that we can try to distinguish the difference between 
is when I when I think about ranking factors, I think of it very much like uh, art and science. So there's, uh, for example, uh, science. When we're talking about ranking factors, the uh, or trying to rank your property, the science part of it, which I don't want to make sound scary, um, and it's not scary, uh, but you know the click through rate, for example. Click through rate is an important metric that Airbnb is measuring on their end, and in and, and click-through rate is just how many people saw your property on the Airbnb search results where there's like 20 properties on the page there and then actually clicked on your property and opened it in, um, in a new tab there. So that's a click-through rate. Um, so that's the science part of it. But the art part of it is how you influence that click-through rate. So uh, probably your photo is going to be your biggest opportunity to maximize your click-through rates and your title can also play a bit of a factor in there too and you know your uh, pricing certainly can can play a factor too we've seen yeah if you lower your price yeah it definitely can help you with with your rankings that's there's honestly no 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 question about that we've seen that many times but of course you know at some point you're not you've got a you've got a you've got a floor of which you're not willing to go past and also the whole point with us too is that we don't want to 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 have you feel like you have to lower prices in order to 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 optimize that. But I just want to you know you jump can't get in around that super quick. So when yes. Airbnb did their um, summer release and they totally totally changed everything and they got rid of titles. Like bearing in mind that you just mentioned titles in one of those top three things. How much did that mess <laughs> with everything that you've done? Did did it really affect you or not affect you? Or Obviously, if we were looking at, you could still add a title, but they weren't showing it in the description. Like, obviously, they've brought it back now. But at that time, what what was your thinking? What was your frame of mind when you were when, when you saw that they got rid of titles altogether? Uh, well, my thinking was, and my thinking is always just that you you just have to go with it. Ultimately, <laughs> uh, it's it's just it's like when you're trying to. Uh, you know, if you're trying to rank a normal website, like your direct bookings website or blog post, for example, on your direct bookings website and, and, uh, Google makes a change, you just kind of have to roll with it. That was the same thing here that, uh, when, when the titles got removed, we didn't see like this crazy movement that, 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 that was, uh, that was, um, uh, that, that made a huge impact, but also at the same time too, when Airbnb rolls out these algorithm updates, it's not like they change their algorithm uh, algorithm on the day that they announce it. They release it beforehand. So when they do that is is kind of we're just not sure. Mm. Um, and but it's certainly probably it's probably like a month before I would I would say this just for safety reasons. It makes sense to release things a month before, and then you you've got like your PR team and your marketing team putting together. The, the the actual announcements of, of those things uh, but the title was still ultimately at the on the on the page when um, when when your listing page opens up on Airbnb even though they removed it on the search results page before it's now back on the search results page yeah. uh, but but before when you open it up it was still there so it was still relevant and ultimately uh, when somebody arrives on your listing the title still the first thing that they see of course, they see that they see your photos, but your title is still right there. <laughs> it's right above your actual photos there. So the more that you can use that space to uh, engage with the that potential guest and having them understand very quickly what are the most important things about your property, 
uh, it's still it's still valuable. And when it comes down to conversion rates, so you put conversion rate there at, at eleven. There, I would actually move conversion rate. Maybe even um, I would actually probably put it at the top. At number one, I would say it's the most. Yeah, I would put it at the number one. Yeah. Whoa! Here we go. Right. So if we were to look at it, then so conversion rate number one. Um, are we keeping photos at number two? Yeah, I would say photos are number two, and and probably mostly. Uh, I, I I mean, I'm I'm ordering this in the fact of there's certain things you can do, <laughs> yeah. right? There's certain things you have control over, and there's certain things that you don't have control over ultimately. Yeah. So you have control over your photos, you have control over your title, you have control over your description. Um, uh, and would you say price goes above the description? Yeah, I would say price goes above description and amenities probably would be above. Uh, I might even say it's probably the second, the second, or sorry, the in, in the third part. Sorry, no, number three. Mm. So replacing the title. All right, so let's dig into amenities and Cena is now jumped up in the most, one of the most important things. Why and what are most hosts... So the most amount of people that you see that are struggling or making a mistake when it comes to the Airbnb ranking, what are they doing within amenities that is just like something that you can go, okay, let, let's sort this with a quick fix. Well, when it comes down to uh, amenities and from a very sim simple perspective of, of like being you communicating with Airbnb, the most you can do is just check something off. <laughs> so the more things that you have checked off, uh, the more opportunities you have to show up because uh, everything that a guest is doing on Airbnb, when a, when a guest goes and starts to, to, to um, starts their search for a place to stay on, on Airbnb or any platform, really uh, everything they're doing is, 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 is basically filtering. Right, they've got a date filter on. They've got a guest count filter on. They've even got a city. A city could also be potentially be considered a filter too. But once you, you know, once you press go, uh, you've got, you know, you've got some pricing sliders that you can adjust and things like that. But everything else is is everything is a filter ultimately. And the amenities, adding, um, adding more amenities and certainly high impact amenities will be, uh, will be some of the best things that you can do. And each area has what I call like an amenities baseline, ultimately. Um, so in, in RankBreeze, in that optimization hub that I was talking to you about earlier, uh, we have this thing called the amenities analyzer. And the amenities analyzer, what it does is, is it's looking at top ranking properties in the area uh, by, by search ranking, uh, looking at the top ranking properties in that area, uh, and then uh, looking at what amenities they have and then looking at what amenities you have on your listing and then cross-referencing those two and telling you what you're missing. So these are some amenities that you're missing that other top ranking properties have in there in, in your area that you uh, should consider adding in to your listing, or maybe you just forgot to turn it on. People, people forget to turn things on all the time. Mm. I've, I've, I've seen like million dollar homes that don't have like fridge marked off. And uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, it's like, you definitely have a fridge. <laughs> Here's um, like an old wives tale where people say with the price of the availability, if 
if on Airbnb, if you turn the price up or down by a dollar or two every day, or if you turn the availability on or off, does that actually impact anything within Airbnb or is that just uh, an old wives tale? Uh, there's definitely like a freshness aspect of it, but you're, uh, well, I mean, from what we've seen, people that have like dynamic pricing and things like that have, do, do, do tend to perform better. Mm. So that is, so that price, is something I've, I've seen. So adjusting with prices. prices more yeah. frequently. Adjusting prices. So we're basically going through, I would say the top seven, you have the ability to have control over. Uh, or maybe even this one as well, cancellation policy. There's some things, like you said, that are outside of your responsibility. Um, mm -hmm. Reviews are very much reliant on the guest. I mean, you can do everything that you can do to give an amazing guest experience. We've just been talking with Tyann uh, of Touch Day, who's the queen of guest experience. Um, but obviously, at the end of the day, it's up to the guest that will leave the review. Um then you've got the secret review. It's the review that you don't see. It's the, after they've left the review, it's the extra questions that Airbnb ask, um, which is obviously impacts your score. Uh, Danny from Optimize Your Airbnb, in his book, he talks about this, which then these two impact this, which is Superhost. So Superhost is one <laughs> that I like to talk about every three months because in my opinion, my opinion, and my opinion means nothing, but my opinion is that it is just a fancy marketing ploy by Airbnb to get millions of people talking about Airbnb on one day at the same time on their social media channels. I don't really think it impacts search that much, but I've seen in a, in a comment on, a, on LinkedIn that you sort of spun another light on it. So from your experience, from all of the data, from all the things that you can see, how much does Superhost play into how you rank on that platform yes there yeah i think the 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 graphic that you're talking about which i kind of, i think kind of kickstarted our, our whole conversation about yes. this podcast was um was around superhost so we collected some data over uh uh a few months and uh we collected data from i believe it was nashville uh gatlinburg uh, San Antonio and, uh, I think Seaverville, if I'm saying that correctly. Um, those are, those are four pretty competitive areas, ultimately, um, pretty competitive areas. And what we saw when we collected, we collected a bunch of data from all sorts, search rankings data. We collected some search rankings data, uh, over several months, and then we organized, organized it all and just tried to see, okay, well, how much does it, of an impact does Superhost really play here? And Superhost actually was quite dominant on those first on that first page there um and and airbnb has always said this by the way airbnb has always mentioned that the factors that um the factors that are important in search visibility uh are also important as super hosts so we just wanted to see if this was true and what we could see was that yeah certainly on the first few page on the first few pages it's quite dominant and then it just kind of uh stays pretty stable uh in in those uh Pretty much, I think it was after page five to fifteen. Uh, it's you get like a pretty even amount of superhost versus versus non-superhost. Uh, but you also have to take that as a grain of salt too. It's not to say that if you don't rank, sorry, if you are not a superhost, that you will not rank, because <laughs> that's not the case. Uh, it, I would say, I think it was about like 60, 60 to. 60 to 70% of the first page was definitely filled with superhost from 
from what we were looking at. And then uh, it kind of goes down past past that point. But it was always it was always like 40% super host. I much. think if you if you're looking at it from a 60,000 foot view, and you're looking at it from another way around is that if you are boxing off eight, which is reviews, and you're boxing off your secret reviews, and you've got, um, you know, all the things that Airbnb ask you to be to be a super host, then you are by default going to be a super host. There's going to be a lot of you because you're all doing what Airbnb are asking you to do for sort of giving you like the little gold star thing. If you obviously then start getting crap reviews <laughs> and really bad, like the additional reviews, then you're naturally going to drop down the search rank and you are naturally going to lose your super host badge if you start getting crappy reviews. So um, it's, it, it is an interesting one. Uh, there's a question that's come in from Marie, uh, who's still awake with us in France. So thank you very much. It must be late in France right now. But um, the question is this, and let me bring it up on screen. Are top ranking properties necessarily the most overbooked ones or the most booked ones? So would you say that the ones that are ranked the highest are the ones that are most booked? Uh, yeah, that's an interesting question. So there is a little bit of insight that I can give you in terms of, um, properties that rank high. So not all properties that rank high on Airbnb actually deserve to be ranked high on Airbnb. Um, and the reason why that is, is because, uh, Airbnb, it's sort of, if you kind of think about it like this, you could, if you were to start a search engine, just to build a search engine from scratch, you might say, okay, well, like, let's organize the properties based on like the highest occupancy rate. But at the same time too, highest occupancy rate means that there's probably less availability <laughs> in there. So there needs to be some, some room in there. Right. Um, but, and, and then, you know, it's sort of like, okay, well, let's organize things by, um, by, uh, uh, price or something like that like all the low price properties so there's all these all these things that airbnb had done ultimately to to get to their algorithm they've 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 gotten to today um uh some of the properties that are on those some of the properties that are ranking highly that are that you sometimes you you might look at it and think to yourself why does this property appear here because i don't think it deserves to be here and you are probably right about that. <laughs> uh, and the reason why is because from um, Airbnb's tests, what happened is that when they started to sprinkle in some properties that were not as attractive and, and what you would think is not in, in somewhat randomized way, in a sense, uh, that led to higher conversions because it made those properties that, uh, that looked really good looked even better when they were compared against something, another property that wasn't as good looking. Um, and it's very similar to, you know, if you had all these properties that were just amazing, they had these, 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 these um, very jolting and imaginative photos where everything was just, you know, stopping, everything was a showstopper. Every listing was a showstopper. It just led to less bookings ultimately. So that's why they removed part, part of those, part of those, um, those uh those rankings those top ranking properties uh and then sprinkled in some poor looking ones in order to to um uh, in order to improve conversions mm. so uh when it comes down to those bookings that uh sorry those properties that that that, that do rank higher up there um 
I would say that we still need to look further into that, but the the because it's sometimes hard to tell which ones are which ones are the good ones and which ones are the bad ones, right? Yeah. Um, but it's something we we need to look into a little bit more onto. But I would say this though, I would say that um, a lot of it, a lot of the conversation sometimes is around ranking number one, um, which uh, which is helpful, <laughs> which is helpful from, from, from our business perspective, like from, from the company perspective. But what I would say though, is if you're ranked on the top five pages, that is actually very good because from what we've seen is Airbnb tends to rotate these, like these top five pages of properties very, very frequently. So it's not that it's just about ranking on, on number one, page one. I would say if you're ranking on the first five pages, that is a very good place to be in. Um, and it's, it kind of makes sense too, just because probably, you know, Mark, myself, and and um, and everyone else probably doesn't book the very first listing that they see. Realistically, you you probably do your due diligence. You you've got a couple properties to compare against, but um, yeah, those first five pages are very important. And from what we've seen in the data, is that Airbnb is rotating these these properties in the top five pages mm. uh, quite a bit. Interesting, really, really interesting. Um, so we've basically with this, we've boxed off the things that you need to be paying attention to. So I think if, if anything you can take from this would be to make sure, number one, I think the easiest win that you can do right now, go and log in, look at your amenities, make sure that the ones that you have, you box off, you tick off, easy, simple one to do. And then go on to, to rankbreeze.com and see how they can help with the, with the remaining. Now, there's obviously some things that um, you don't have access to, you don't have areas to influence obviously try and get all those good reviews but it's really really interesting to see that airbnb to disrupt the flow they throw in a couple of ringers <laughs> amongst the the, <laughs> the, the, the 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 top listings which is which is really interesting okay so um what i want to do now uh, just just go on so go on i just wanted to say two things um around cancellation policy that you marked there we ran a study looked at cancellation policy because it was sort of like hey how much does a strict cancellation policy matter? <laughs> you know, because everybody, you know, probably wants to have strict cancellation yeah. policy. From from the data we looked at, didn't actually make that big of an impact. So um, you can have a strict cancellation policy, and you can rank well with the strict cancellation policy. So it is possible for you to do that. Um, but also, I think it you know it depends on the market. Certainly, you know, um, the ones that we were looking at were very vacation rental heavy, ultimately. And when you are in, you know the vacation rental heavy market that might lend itself to, to these more strict cancellation policies. Cause everyone's yeah. got strict cancellation policies, I but it is it, possible that you can rank high still with, I guess like, with, I guess with what you're saying is that save us 10 properties, heavy tourist destination, and nine of them have got a super strict cancellation policy just because you're going to rank higher. And if nine of them have got a very strict cancellation policy, it doesn't mean that you can't do a little win by having a moderate cancellation policy and still appear in those in that top because what the guest will go through and see is they'll go, okay, so strict cancellation, strict cancellation, strict cancellation over oh, the moderate. Oh, hang on a second. This suits my booking pattern a lot better than a super strict one for, for whatever reason. So when everyone zigs, you zag to stand out, which is, which is very cool. Um, brilliant. I really, really, really like that. And there's so much little nuggets that everybody can be taken out from there. So let's move back. <laughs> Good. 
could I add one more thing? Sorry. Boss, no, go, 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 go. <laughs> if, you, We're this. if you don't mind. Yeah. So you were talking about these secret reviews, right? Yeah. And the thing with secret reviews, and I think I, I'm pretty sure I know what you're talking about. It's kind of like this, this, this survey that they ask you at the end. Yes. Um, so every time I stay at an Airbnb because I'm in this industry and the things I've you know, it's important for me. So I've, I've got like all, all these screenshots of, of, of questions that they ask you. Some of them are like, you know, um, kind of like quality assurance, I would say around like, Hey, does this place actually have a 32 inch TV? Yes or no. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's one thing. Um, but, but now with this new winter release that the Airbnb is doing and they're, you know, just like, just like, uh, Mark, you and I were, were talking about this beforehand about like 2023 plans and things like that. Airbnb, Brian Chesky, that team, they're also thinking about 2023 as well. Um, I think they're looking at a lot of economic data and, you know, how could you given if you watch the news at all, it's, it's all over the place. Um, but I think it's also showing in their, in, in, in their numbers, but, uh, uh, they've, they're also readjusting their, their, um, their algorithm to be, uh, to highlight value more right now. They said that they're prioritizing value. Uh, and when you go to an Airbnb property and you see the, I think there's like six different, uh, metrics that, that Airbnb has got. One of them is value. One of them is like cleanliness. One of them is location. Um, and there's, you know, there's those other ones there. Yeah. So be very, very mindful of your value rating, uh, going forward. Hmm. Little sneak peek into 2023 there, what Airbnb could be thinking is value. So basically it's, it's when you've booked a stay and they give you the review is like, there's additional little questions. And one of them is, would you say this place that your stay was a good value for the price that you paid? And it's like ranking from absolutely not. I paid far too much and I should have done to like, yeah, this is amazing. Well done. Like you want to be that one yeah, right value is also absolutely subjective to people too which is quite yeah. a, which is quite interesting for them to choose that as one of these priority metrics that they're they're relying on because um you know you could be <laughs> you could be a multimillionaire, pay fifty thousand i was just listening to a podcast today and this guy was talking about how he's spending uh he spent three hundred thousand dollars last year on just christmas alone for his family because that's important for him um, and I love Christmas, so that's great for, for for his family. But those people are out there, so their value is just is completely is is different than maybe some other people. But just keep that in mind that value yeah. is, is a very important thing right now. I think what they want you to do is to under promise and then over deliver. I always remember the um, it was either Joe Gebbia or Brian Chesky were on a podcast where they were talking about the the ten star Airbnb experience where they ranked them all, etc. And I think what they're wanting is for hosts to sort of under promise but over deliver but don't do the other way around where you over promise and they literally rock up to a bed on the floor you know so uh like a like a like a blow up bed on the floor so you know that that is very important okay so here's a little question and seeing that we're talking about potential 2023s um do you think there will be a time where airbnb the final the final piece in the pricing because obviously when we're talking about pricing they were hammered recently on on social media for the additional guest fees, for example, yeah. cleaning fees, X, Y, and Z. They got rid of that. So it's going to be a more transparent pricing. Do you think it's a point in time where the final thing that's a little bit sticky is that I believe that they're the only ones that do, but I may be wrong on this, is the guest service charge. So what the guest service charge is when the host pays 3%. So if you're a, an independent host, you pay 3%. 
a commission cost to Airbnb and then the guest pays a service charge fee. If you are a business host, then you pay 14% commission to Airbnb and the guest pays zero. Do you think there's a point in time where this may happen where Airbnb just scrap the guest service charge fee and the host just pays a flat fee? Doesn't matter whether they are a hobbyist host or a business host on that platform. Do you think there's a, there's a time where that potentially could happen? Mm, I don't think so. Personally, I, I don't see them going that way unless they were just like completely desperate and needed like some sort of marketing campaign to 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 reinvigorize their their business. I I, I guess I don't think so. Um, most people, when they're booking a platform, they will. There's just kind of like an understanding at this point, like when you're when you're purchasing something from a platform, uh, whether it's Uber uh, or Airbnb or or, or DoorDash or, or any of these other services, there's always a service fee that's involved, and it's um, it's uh, I I would say it's kind of blind to most consumers. <laughs> most most consumers just kind of look at the total price that they're paying, and then decide or not whether or not that that uh that it's worth the stay um mm. it, well maybe in my case even like i think i just booked a place and i was looking at the the you know one place had like a really high cleaning fee and the other place just had like a higher nightly fee but it all came down to the to the total fee so it really didn't matter to me what what it was because either way i have to pay for this yeah and the service fee wasn't even really like uh um a major thing for me, at least, uh, it might well, be I guess the, uh, I guess the truth will be in the data, like the, what gets tracked gets measured in. And if they notice, for example, that, um, I'll say there's an in, independent host and then there's a professional host, um, and say that they, they see that the guest is booking with the professional host because they don't have to pay the service charge fee. I wonder if they go, okay, well, this is happening a lot now. I know they're, they're not just making their decisions blind. They're obviously going on the no. best data probably in the industry at the present moment in time. So I wonder if that will become a become a case. But it's very interesting to see what they do because whether we like it or not, Airbnb are on track to have 60% of this whole entire industry, which is crazy because in 2017, they were sat at 15%. So the growth has been phenomenal, uh, scary. <laughs> but at the same time, you've got to see what they do. You've got to see what they do There's obviously there's reasons why and you know whether it's a winter release or a summer release or just mr brancheski tweeting at random times <laughs> they are doing it for uh, a reason you know before we hopped on this call you know i've I, i've i think we've kind of known each other we've we've this is the first time that, that, that we've met um but i was talking to my girlfriend uh before we we hopped on 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 our podcast here um i was like yeah the guy i'm talking to he's he's like the direct bookings guy um so i don't know how this conversation will go um uh, and <laughs> I think I said to her, well, I don't know. He's probably not really into what I'm doing, but I'm very much into what he's doing because <laughs> I think it makes a lot of sense. Um, and I would, I'd be, I, I guess I, I want to be clear about, I guess my positioning too, is that I would never say to a person to not build their direct bookings website. That is like, that is nothing. Uh, you should be on channel, different channels and, and things like that. Um, but it's just kind of, it depends on what positioning I think that, 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 that you might have. If you're, if you're running one property, um, the, I think it's just very difficult. It's, I mean, it's always going to be very difficult to compete with, with Airbnb, um, to, to, to not use Airbnb at all, or, or any of these channels, realistically, you should be optimizing your, your, 
your listing because it's a 24 hour salesperson in front of millions and millions of travelers. And then those people come and they can, they can book with you uh, through Airbnb, or if you optimize your listing to kind of be a little bit more brandy, you know, you might be able to get some opportunities for them to book directly with you through your, through your website and in that manner, but mostly, you know, 99% of people are probably just going to book on Airbnb and then getting that recurring uh, business back from them is, yes. is to me like, the, that's like the easiest thing rather than fighting and, you know, trying to beat them in search results. It's just, it's just not in your favor no, to, I, to do that. We, we talk about it a lot. If you've got a guest that is traveling to your town or city for the first ever time, they'd never have heard of you. They've never got any friends or family in the area. They've, they've never been then, you know, you're just going to have to suck it up and that their first booking experience with you is going to be with a brand that they know, recognize and trust, whether that would be a Verbo, a booking.com or an Airbnb. But as soon as they walk through your door, you should be doing everything in your power to make sure that if they ever do come back or if they ever recommend a friend to come to your area, that they're booking with you direct. And this is the problem where so many hosts don't know how to do that, that next step, um, which is why with a little pitch, I've created <laughs> this, which is called the playbook, which gives you the playbook and exactly how to do it. But enough about Boosty. I want to finish off this by talking about Rank Breeze and the 2023 plans. Obviously, um, you've done phenomenally well this year. So many people are using the service. But what uh, what's the next on, on the roadmap, on the blueprint for, for Rank Breeze? What's the 2023 plans? Um, well, the 2023 plans for us are certainly... Um, more integrations that's definitely what we're doing we've got some exciting integrations coming up um with some uh right now all our integrations are mostly with pricing but we're going to have some integrations that do pricing plus some other things as well um more on uh the listing optimization end which i'm very excited for uh and uh i think a lot of it will also be I don't want to call it foundational, um, but really, you know, we're, we're going to just, we're going to be looking at a lot more data and um, trying to see how these things will be helping the product. And if they don't help the product, they'll at least help the community of people around uh, in, in, in short-term rentals. So that's, that's kind of a big thing for me coming up next year is um, uh, R and D really. That's like a, that's really a big thing that we're already preparing for. And, um, yeah, I think those are basically the two things we've got, you know, we've got already systems in place to, uh, to help people doing what we do. And really, I don't really want to build more <laughs> in yeah. a sense. I'd rather just focus on what we have and polish those things, uh, and make, make, you know, that experience much better going forward. Good. Good luck. I look forward to checking in. At several points throughout next year and see how you're getting on and uh, in terms of content podcast youtube what's on the horizon do you have more 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 social media things happening going on the pipelines <laughs> i do not i'm not you know i'm not a big social media person so like, when i when i look at the stuff that, that you're doing mark it's like it's just amazing to me i'm i feel like i'm becoming more and more of an introvert <laughs> every day which is i don't know uh, it's a little bit of like an internal battle on my end uh, but yeah we'll be doing a lot more content for sure we'll be doing yeah. a lot more content and um um i'm sure we'll be talking about that content as well like on 
on our end and, and hopefully maybe I can come back and talk to you about that. Yeah, absolutely. So. Absolutely. Well, the cool thing about being an introvert is you're literally talking to a camera. That's, that's the cool <laughs> thing about it is that you can just put some out and at the end of the day, you're just talking to a camera. So it's cool, but it's good to see more. I, I love to see it when, when businesses like document the process, talk about content, educate. Um, I'm a massive fan of it because I can speak, speak wholeheartedly to it. So thank you so, so much for coming on today. And um, I know that there's going to be little gems and little things that people can take away. Um, go to rankbreeze.com. Uh, is there any any particular way you want to direct people to? Is there any page on the website or is there anything in, in particular, anywhere to get started? Or is it literally the best place, rankbreeze.com? Uh, yeah, rankbreeze.com is the easiest thing. Uh, we have a trial. You can sign up. There's no integrations required. You just copy and paste your existing Airbnb listing URL to to get started there. Um, yeah, and then there's uh, there you you hit with a guide when you come through, and there's a video that you can watch, which is just like a rank breeze in less than five minutes video. And then we have some other guides around improving your rankings, improving your pricing, or improving your market data. So you can kind of uh, choose your own adventure at Brilliant. that point. Brilliant. So r a n k b r e e z e dot com. Please go. Uh, go and check it out. Uh, make sure you, you you told them you come from come from Boosley. And uh, yeah, really, really appreciate your time. As you can see, my voice is going. <laughs> so we're going to call a help to it. Uh, but yeah, thank you so much. And thank you to everybody that's tuned in. Uh, thank you to Marie who's tuning in live and stuck out throughout. And we've, got, we've had over loads of people who have been tuning in live throughout. So I know this is a really important topic. It's a very important topic because obviously over the course of the next 12 months, uh, there may be, fewer people looking uh, on, on these platforms, but there still will be tons of bookings to have. You just got to make sure you've got everything in place to make sure that you're in the right visibility at the right time when your right guest is ready to book. So from me, thank you so much. My name is Mark Simpson, giving host the tools, the tactics, the training, and the confidence on how to get more direct bookings. If you want to see more of this, just leave it in the comments below, and I will be back very soon. We're going to see you out with a little freestyle wrap.